This is The Pelican Life, a new podcast from Praying Pelican Missions. When people come together to serve the local church and to be God's hands and feet in a community, beautiful things happen, and that's what this podcast is about. We want to share the stories of what God is doing through and in the local church all around the world, because when we live a life of service and sacrifice, that's The Pelican Life. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, the host of The Pelican Life. My wife, Carissa, has worked for PPM full-time for six years, and for the last three summers, we've had the opportunity to spend seven or eight weeks a year with our kiddos out on the missions field. We've seen firsthand the power of God's love and the Holy Spirit moving in the local church, both here at home and abroad. I'm excited to share not only our own experiences with you, but the experiences of others as well. Today, we'll speak with Adam McLean, who works full-time for PPM, and we're speaking about a new initiative that we're really excited about, PPM's Global Access Fund. They'll tell us more about exactly what that is, how you can potentially be involved in it, and what the goal is in terms of using that Global Access Fund to spread the Word of Christ all throughout the world. So without further ado, here's episode 20 of The Pelican Life. of the Pelican Life. Thank you for joining us again today. And we're joined by Adam McLean, uh, who lives out in California and has been involved in, in various ways with PPM for some time, but has uh, recently started working uh, full-time with the organization. I say recently, it's probably been longer than it seems like now because every time is a, a myth in 2020. But uh, So we're, we're going to talk with Adam a little bit about what he's doing within PPM, but also about a new initiative uh, that is launching through PPM called the Global Access Fund that is going to be kind of a, a different way to go about and a different way for people to be involved in mission trips and involved in mission trips through PPM. So we're looking forward to that. But before we get to that, Adam, let's let's kind of round you out so people know who they're hearing from. How did you first get involved with PPM uh, and, and what led you to eventually jump on board full time? Yeah, so I mean, my relationship with PPM began probably seven or eight years ago. Uh, someone from the marketing department reached out to me. I was working for an organization called the Youth Cartel. Uh, we train youth pastors around the United States, and uh, we were hosting an event in Seattle. They reached out, asked if they could have a booth. Uh, we got to know each other through that process. And then uh, it really, really began about six months later. Uh, Jim Noreen and I actually led a, a vision trip with a bunch of youth pastors to uh, Haiti and just started a relationship that has continued uh, through the years, mostly in Haiti. And then the last uh, three years, I've been heading things up for PPM, uh, even though I wasn't on staff. Um, down in Baja, California, where I, I'm a location leader down there. And then, uh, yeah, this summer we made the transition over, uh, ended my relationship with the Youth Cartel, a company I was with for nine years, and then uh, started over here at PPM on July the 1st. Long-term uh, listeners of the podcast might remember when Tim Desiletz was on as a guest a while back, and, and that's the same Haiti vision trip that, that we heard his uh, horror story trying to get back when he got stuck in the airport. So uh, that that is, if, if you remember that, that's the same trip that, that those guys were on, and uh, there's been a lot of good long-term that, that's come out of that trip, certainly. Uh, so as you mentioned, you've been working through PPM uh, in Baja, California the last few years, um, and, and we've seen everything from 
kind of straightforward. There's the local church. We want to help them out to uh, the humanitarian crisis at the border and uh, now COVID-19. So there's been quite a lot for, uh, you know, to do in and around Baja California. So what, what has that experience been like for you and, and how have you seen God move over the last few years in, in that part of PPM's ministry? Yeah, that's a great place to start because um, it really goes to those pillars of PPM, you know, that we we have real relationships with our pastors. And um, and I feel like, and I've expressed to them, you know, when bad things happen and you have a friend, those friends show up. Mm-hmm. And so we that's been our experience, you know, when things happened at the border a few years ago with the migrant caravan, uh, there were local churches that responded uh, in a humanitarian way not involved in the political part at all, just didn't want to see people suffer. And uh, we were right there providing food, providing all sorts of supplies uh, right alongside them. That's work that we actually continue to this very day uh, as we continue to we provide the protein and the, the fruits and vegetables for that shelter um, that's still going strong at a local Baptist church in TJ in Tijuana. And then, um, yeah, and then as COVID has kind of rippled through, uh, unlike in the United States, there's not the social safety net that we have. And so when people got laid off and so on and so forth, uh, we had to, we've, in partnership, we jumped in and uh, raised some funds and helped them with food delivery. Uh, so we had the, the local church through our, uh, through our partners were delivering food um, to families, just trying to keep them healthy. And you'll hear in there, uh, Adam said a couple of times, through the local church, because again, what no matter what the situation is, one of PPM's pillars is, is serving through the local church and empowering that local church so that even when there's not a mission team there, uh, they are still able to serve that community, and, and that community will still look to that church for, uh, you know, hope, help, what, whatever that looks like. Uh, we want that local church to be the focal point and, and kind of what stands out to the people that it is serving. And, and we've seen this work time and time again. That's why it's part of uh, PPM's pillars and, and why so many of us believe in, in PPM's mission uh, because we're empowering those local churches to go and, and do that work as opposed to just having a group of people come in and, and they do the, the work kind of standalone and then leave and, and it's just a little bit of a different dynamic. So that's your experience through PPM over the last few years. Uh, let's jump in a little bit to the uh, the Global Access Fund because this is a brand new idea that's launching through PPM and uh it's, it's just kind of a different way to go about, especially in this time where traveling is different and, and goofy. It's, it's a different way to think about missions a little bit. Not that PPM is going to change as a whole, but this is going to be kind of an, a new arm of that. So uh, kind of walk us through the, the beginning of, of this idea and, and what it actually is. Yeah, so think about it like this. Um, if you go on a mission trip with PPM or with any other organization, there's two, two main components involved. There's you and your church, you're the youth pastor or the missions pastor, and you put together a team and you go and you serve the local church um, on the field. And so it's that that second, that the, the host church um, that, of course, has their own uh, vision and dreams and aspirations. Uh, but also one of the things that we discover on those mission trips, and I've now led tons of mission trips, and you hear it every single time that somebody comes on a mission trip and they go, well, we thought we, we came to change them. And really what happened is they changed us, right? That's kind of like the cliche of, of, a, of a mission trip. Uh, but what, what happens is uh, these local churches who often host our teams are perfectly capable and called to serve on the mission field themselves. And so what the Global Access Fund is doing is uh, partnering with local churches um, 
primarily in the first wave of churches that are already receiving our teams uh, from North America. So if you go on a mission trip to Costa Rica and you have this awesome experience with a local church in Costa Rica, we're turning around and asking that church, what do you think about you guys going on a mission trip somewhere else? Because we want to see your voice and your experience and your uh, call to ministry activated um, somewhere else. And maybe that team from Costa Rica goes somewhere else in Costa Rica or they go to the United States, or they go to, I think, El Salvador is one of, where one of our groups. And so what we're trying to do is really decentralize um, what missions, short-term missions, looks like on the ground. Is it just uh, people from affluent countries going, or is there a way to empower everybody who feels called to go on a mission trip to go? And that's really the heart behind the, the Global Access Fund. Uh, we're going to be able to come alongside individuals and churches uh, that feel called to go on on mission trips through their through their local church, um, but maybe they're because of their financial status or where they live or so on and so forth. They need a little bit of financial assistance, and so that's that's where we're going to come alongside them. And you mentioned uh, empowering that church to to use their voice or or those individuals' voices and and go out and share their their, their experiences with other churches. Uh, you know. We certainly enjoy, you know, let's say a team from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I'm from, goes on a trip to Costa Rica or Columbia, Missouri, or wherever goes on a trip to Costa Rica. That is certainly good. We're going to continue to do that, at, you know, through PPM and, and uh, continue to send teams. But uh, it would be uh, irresponsible is not the right word, but it would be a little silly of us to think that we were the answer to all the world's problems necessarily. Uh, there are other people and other uh, entities that God can use as instruments uh, perhaps better than a team from, uh, you know, Texas going down to Haiti or where have you. Not that, again, not that those teams those teams have callings and should go, uh, but they aren't going to be the answer to every problem. And so if we can find teams that uh, might be native to that country, so, we, you know, Costa Ricans serving other Costa Ricans, Guatemalans serving other Guatemalans, whatever that looks like, that kind of adds an extra layer and, and allows God to work through a, just an entirely different arm. Is that kind of the goal? Am I understanding that correctly? You got it right on. I mean, it's about, think about the voices. And so right now, the way that PPM expresses, and there's, and we love this, is that our, like our mission teams, they go out and they express the best that they know how, uh, the leases in that community partnered with their, with their partner church. But it raises a question, you know, and those of us who have led trips have, have had this question of, well, what voices are missing? or only getting a, a certain type of church that comes on a mission trip, uh, you know, or say we're not, not even just certain kinds of churches, but like we're not getting access to every type of church to go on those mission trips. And so we, uh, one of the things that gets me excited about PPM Global and the, and the Global Access Fund is there's things about missions that we don't even know that we're going to discover yet. Because a mission team that leaves from Ensenada uh, in Baja, California, and goes and serves um, somewhere else in Mexico, they're going to innovate their way along the way because this is a new experience to them. They've never done a short-term trip before. They bring their own ideas into it. And then us as, as quote unquote, the experts, we're going to watch that and be like, oh, wow, that innovative thing that they just did. Maybe we could try that with other groups in other countries or even in the United States. Maybe it, maybe we could share that with a group uh, from Memphis that's going on a mission trip to Chicago or something like that. And so there's there's all this innovation that can happen and that's really exciting. But really to me, it kind of goes back to helping everyday Christians, regardless of their circumstances, live out the Great Commission 
um, not just in their neighborhood and in their home and in their, their local community, but to the ends of the earth, because we're all equally called to that. And we want to be able to provide access for folks to do that. And you think about uh, the kind of impact that that, that can have, uh, and we'll talk about more of the kind of the the bones of the, of the fund itself and how people can get involved in that in just a moment. But, you know, imagine yourself as, uh, let's say, a, you know, a high schooler or a young adult uh, in another country that, that might want to go on a mission trip, but their church isn't necessarily involved in sending people or they don't know how to get together the funds to do that. Can you imagine uh, how you would feel if, you know, essentially the Holy Spirit through this fund was like, hey, I got you. We're going to we're gonna find a way to get you out of the mission field because your heart is called to that. Uh, that would have an, a tremendous impact on, on individuals that are feeling called into the missions field, I would think. Yeah, I mean, think, I think about my own, you know, walk with Jesus and how important those, you know, camps and mission trips and things like that were during my adolescence and my young adult years. Um, and, you know, the idea of offering that to people, you know, in other cultures or in other socioeconomic backgrounds that, that maybe that wouldn't be available to them because for a variety of reasons, um, that's just tremendously powerful. It's a whole round of different people being called, not just into missions, but into ministry and vocational ministry um, that we just have never activated before. And so for us, it's really, it's kind of cool and we're excited to see what God's going to do with it. So certainly uh, the hope is that uh, people will, be excited about this idea, get involved, and, and want to uh, donate to this fund to allow this to happen. And uh, as with anything, we want people to know how that exactly that would work and, and what that would be going to. So kind of walk us through that. What what would the process be in terms of uh, teams or people applying to get assistance from the fund and, and uh, how this is all going to kind of play out in terms of how this will actually work? Yeah, and so what's been one of the benefits that we've had of uh, of not having all these trips this summer has been our ability to do research on things and to to ask questions like this and to really work on uh, problems like this that we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do. So I'm sure you're familiar with over the summer we did we broke up uh, PPM into different working groups and and worked on these challenges. And one of the things that this group uh, that uh, really did all the behind the works uh, behind the scenes work on the global on the PPM global. Uh, was that most teams don't need like a full scholarship to go on a mission trip with PPM. Um, and they might just need a little bit of a subsidy or a help, uh, or maybe we help them, you know, each participant with uh, $100 or $150. Um, and then there, are, of course, are individuals who are going to need, or in churches that are going to need a lot of help. And we're going to have to come alongside them and say, hey, you guys, can you guys figure out a way to pay for the travel? And we'll, we'll, We'll fundraise the rest. Um, and so that's kind of the nuts and bolts. And I think that's an important thing as, as um, our listeners think about the Global Access Fund is this isn't just a way for us to give away free trips. That's not, that's not it at all. It's really partnering with churches and getting to know them and getting to know their needs and trying to find ways to activate them to answer that call. Uh, that just what we consider a sacred call of serving on the mission field. Um, and so for a lot of groups, it's going to be a subsidy. And, and so my, so that's when we get to the nuts and bolts of what uh, what donating to the Global Access Fund looks like, it's important to know that when you're doing that, you're, for the most part, partnering with an individual who will also be fundraising, who will also be putting in their blood, sweat, and tears to go on the mission trip. So we're not just calling churches in Costa Rica and saying, hey, we got all this money, you know, we're, we're bajillionaires, go on a mission trip. Uh, that, that is certainly not at all. Uh, <laughs> this venture from scratch and so we don't we don't have a lot of excess funds but what, what we're able to do is when we have say we have an existing partner in Costa Rica already 
And, and that pastor is expressing to us a desire to serve on the mission field in Ecuador or in so on and so forth. And we're able to come alongside them and say, hey, is there any way you can raise half of that? And we'll raise the other half of that uh, through the Global Access Fund. And so that's an important, I think, um, like a sidebar as people consider what we're really talking about, uh, because it's a values expression to say, we want to partner with you. We're all going to sacrifice together to make this happen. It's not, it's not, you know, the, it's not the North American coming in and, and, you know, dropping lottery tickets on churches and saying, you get to go on a mission trip, you get to go on a mission trip. You know, it's, it's not like that at all. Um, and so, yeah, practically speaking, the, the Global Access Fund is about activating churches and, uh, and individuals to give in a way um, that is sacrificial to them, but that really helps activate uh, individuals, but mostly churches as a, as a group to go on, on, uh, on mission. So how is it that, uh, that churches will, how are we going to identify, I guess, some of these churches that might go on trips uh, and, and, and spread Christ even further into the world? Because if you think about it, it's really a, you've got one arm and you're, it's kind of like you're branching off of that arm. You're, you're growing the tree, right? So uh, how are we identifying those churches or looking for those churches who might have that interest and might be willing to, again, r- raise as much of the funds as they can and, and then perhaps get subsidized? But how, what does that look like? Yeah. So right now what we have, um, and, and understand we're kind of in an early phase of this. Sure. And so our location leaders have been, so there's, you know, we have, um, and maybe not everyone knows that in many of our countries that we operate, we have uh, a local staff of people who live in the community that are from the community. So they truly understand the culture um, that are already our full-time staff members in those countries. And uh, they've been empowered to start identifying uh, churches that uh, we could partner with in this way and to have honest conversations with them about, you know, what the financial needs might be or what the opportunity might be. Um, so right now we're casting vision. Um, out, we have a bunch of our locations that are out doing that. I know uh, Nate Norman has, has been hosting calls all throughout Central America and the Caribbean, uh, with some of our partners, just kind of letting them know that this is now available to them through PPM. So there's really two, two sides of it. There's PPM Global, which is activating those churches um, both in the United States and in our international locations that have never been activated. On, on, so that's like the operational side. And then there's the fundraising side, which is the global access fund, um, that, that part that I lead. So, um, yeah, so that we work, we work in tandem. So what will that look like in terms of, uh, we've had ppm.org slash donate up for a while for various different things. So in, in terms of like the actual, act of giving to this fund or, or giving to PPM as a whole, whichever that may be, what what are the bones of that look like? Yep. So you can go to ppm.org slash global access fund, and you'll see a video there. You'll see an explanation kind of what I've shared here, as well as there's a form where you can fill it out. Uh, we're asking individuals to consider a donation of $35 a month, which would be $420 a year. And that $420 a year will, in average, like I said, I said before, we're going to be subsidizing some groups and other groups uh, will be full scholarship. But if you if you donate $35 a month each year that you're, you're participating in that, you'll be helping two individuals go on a mission trip that would have otherwise not had access to the mission field. So um, that's, that's something that we're looking for folks to partner with us on as an individual level. And then churches might be interested in doing that, you know, as I consider when they're going on their mission trips, uh, maybe they would consider, you know, donating something that's 
you know, an equivalent to what their team is, is doing or so on and so forth so that they, you know, they feel like not only is our, are we activating our church, but we're also helping to activate maybe our host church or somebody in that location where we're going uh, to be able to go. So yeah, we'd love to see churches uh, get involved as well. Um, but primarily for those who are listening to the podcast, as an individual can get involved at that $35 a month and, and really make a big difference. I'm confident that uh, as much as we've talked about in this podcast, that there will be other questions that other people have because uh, there are other people out there that are smarter and better at asking questions than me. So uh, if if someone has further questions after they get done listening to this episode of this podcast, what's a good way for them to get in touch with somebody or for them to learn more? Sure. I think the easiest way is just contact me directly. Uh, you can just send, you can put the put my email in the in the show notes or whatever, and it's just adam.mcclain at ppn.org. Um, and I'd be happy to talk to any individual, set up a phone call, uh, want to talk to your missions committee, um, whatever. Uh, we'd, we'd love to love to talk to you about about our vision for it. We're looking for we're looking for those who want to come alongside in a big way and help us open up countries. Uh, something we're calling country champions. Um, to you know, there's countries that we're hoping that the Global Access Fund helps us get to that Americans or Canadians might not have access to. You know, there are places in the world where Americans either are prohibited from going or just have no interest in going. And our hope is that PPN Global and the Global Access Fund will help us um, help our ministry expand to those places. All trying to uh, expand the local church and, and just spread God's love and, and Jesus' name that much further uh, in a world that, that truly needs it more and more every day. Adam, uh, what else, if anything, uh, do you want people to know about the, the Global Access Fund before we let you go? Really, it's about opportunity. You know, it's about the opportunity for the gospel to advance um, in, in wild and crazy ways. You know, I think of the gospel, and, I, and it's, it's a little bit weird to use because of what we're going through right now, but I think you can think of it as in line as, of a pandemic, right? Because the, the more that the world or, uh, or Satan tries to stamp out the spread of the gospel, the more it just kind of keeps popping up in different ways. <laughs> and and as, I, as I read the book of Acts, that's what I see. You see the Roman armies literally trying to destroy the movement of Jesus. And the more that, uh, that the, 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 you know, the government or the, the powers that be tried to destroy Christianity, the stronger it became. And within two centuries, it, it actually overthrew the, the, the Roman uh, Empire. And so that's what we as Christians believe, that, that the kingdom of God will overthrow the kingdom of Satan. And that's what we're about. And that's what we want to see happen in the world through PPM and other organizations like us. Um, and so when I, I when people consider the PPM Global and, people, and the Global Access Fund, I hope that they're just really excited about the opportunity, that this is an innovation, that we're, we're at the end of the day, it's not about PPM. It's not about anything like that. It's about, it's about getting the good news of Jesus Christ out there to, to as many people and activating as many people as humanly possible. Amen to that. Adam, let me uh, say a prayer real quick before we wrap this up. Uh, God, we thank you for uh, the vision that, that you've put in PPM, not only from, from the start and, and the way that uh, we've gone about local mission trips, but also the vision that uh, you've given the people involved in this organization to allow others to go and serve as well. Because anyone who's been on a mission trip knows how impactful that is on a person who has been sent individually, because as as much as we see you working in those communities, we see you working in the hearts of participants as well. And so uh, we just thank you that even more people are going to get to experience that uh, through the Global Access Fund. We pray that you uh, continue to uh, grow excitement around it, that you continue to uh, have the leaders of PPM 
push things in the right directions and talk to the right people to allow this to, to take off and, and just to make the greatest impact possible on uh, lives that not only uh, need to be served by uh, your disciples, but also uh, by disciples who want to learn more and grow more in you. So uh, bless this as, as it continues to grow and move. Have your hand in it uh, to lead it in the right direction. Thank you for uh, bringing us the time to come together and talk about it. And uh, keep us safe till the next time we meet again. In your name, amen. Thanks for joining us today on The Pelican Life. If you have a story you'd like to share about your experience on a PPM trip, we'd love to hear from you. Email pelicanlife at ppm.org to submit yourself or other guests for the show. We'd love it if you'd give us a like, a follow, or a positive rating wherever you may be listening to this podcast. And we'd also like to invite you to visit our website, ppm.org. There you can find all sorts of information about PPM's mission, our partners, and even the latest news on how current events are affecting Praying Pelican missions. Finally, if you believe in PPM and our mission, we humbly ask that you consider donating to our cause. You can donate to anything from helping us bridge the gap during the COVID-19 crisis to supporting certain locations or even missionaries you may know personally. Just visit ppm.org donate. Until we meet again, remember, God loves you now and always. Goodbye for now and keep living the Pelican life.